and welcome to Dispatches from the Communal Bathroom. I'm Chris Delamere. I'm Sam Bradley. And each episode of this podcast, we come together into the bathroom, bringing with us ideas from the outside world and the insides of our brains. I don't know what Sam's brought. Sam doesn't know what I've brought. So today we have a themed episode for you about time. Time. Timey-wimey stuff. Timey-wimey stuff. Our last episode was about eggs. Um, I was <laughs> Is thinking, it egg time? <laughs> egg time, yeah. I was thinking, can we do... So for each themed episode, can we do a segue from each? Yeah, have you got an egg timer, Chris? That's Tur- it. Chris, turn over the egg timer because this podcast is on the boil well you can't you can't boil time that's you can't poach time <laughs> you can boil time what do you mean you can boil time scientifically well, there is a way of boiling time yeah you, you in like a stew just some nice seasoning oh, oh boy oh boy i did think i was gonna raise that at the very end of the episode and congratulate ourselves by saying Sam, we did really well by avoiding a really bad herb gag. Oh, I, I did it and right. You did in it song. in the in the very very beginning. So thanks All for right, that. Yeah, sorry everybody. So every episode we have a theme. This week's theme is time. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why it was time. It just felt like it was time to do a theme. It was about, about time. bloody time. It was about bloody it? time. I, th- I feel like we've, we have referenced this in a previous earlier episode. You did yeah. more or less a whole dispatch about time before. Yeah, the Sheffield train station time glitch. Yeah. Yeah. On the unedited podcast. So we've explored this a little bit before, but we're going much deeper into it with six dispatches about time. Something like that. Who's counting? Uh, So I guess without further ado... uh, It's time. It's time. Time. For Sam's uh, first dispatch. Tell us about it, Sam. So my first dispatch, uh, you might start to notice the theme over the course of my dispatches, but this one is called Past. Okay. And it's about going back in time, back in my own lifetime. So the background behind this is that at Christmas this year, I was handed a tall stack of VHS tapes and charged with digitising them for future generations, I guess, Mm -hmm. if people wanted to watch them, which took literally all of my Christmas holidays because you have to do it in in real time. Oh, okay. Because you have to press play and just watch the videos. So I spent most of my Christmas not watching movies on TV, not watching episodes of Doctor Who, but watching home videos watching yourself (laughs) yeah and one of the things i noticed in this was that there's this funny thing with podcasting chris i know you noticed this because we have talked about it for those who don't know there is a secret podcast society that we are have been inducted into and uh it does come up every now and then with new inductees that pop up and say don't you just hate the sound of your own voice and it's completely true everybody who starts podcasting immediately the first thing you notice is i hate the way that i talk it's a rite of passage yeah i breathe so loudly you do actually i have all kinds of vocal tics i can't i mean i hate your voice more than i hate mine (laughs) if i'm really honest yeah i hate my voice more than i hate yours too so but that's the funny thing is you other people hear your voice all the time but when you hear it it's brand new and what's even worse than hearing your voice now oh. is hearing all your voices from your entire childhood. Yeah, and the yeah, it's quite malleable and uh, changes. changes. Yeah, does it change? Oh yeah, it really changes. Yeah, it's like completely different. Not how you remember anything at all. So yeah, but I'd, at the time, yeah, that was right. That was what you did. So anyway, I don't know if this is incredibly self-indulgent. It to sounds just, like it to just play you clips from my childhood of me talking, but. That's what's going to happen. Okay. 
Yeah, let's start with the first one. So this is from Christmas 1991, I think. So I was three years old. And uh, I'm singing a little song. I feel like you were afforded far too much reward for that rendition. <laughs> yeah, well about? done. <laughs> <laughs> you were mad with power. Yeah, little blonde, stocky kid. So uh, a lot of the tapes were from Christmases, various Christmases, opening presents, that sort of thing. All very festive. And then the other tapes are uh, just like family days out where my dad took the camera. So this is one, a classic, a, a family classic video in Padley Gorge, uh, which is in Derbyshire, of my dad just sending us off doing random stuff so this is the very end of the video which is like the only bit of me talking because most of it's my brother talking because my brother talks a lot so uh, as older brothers are want to do eh Chris mm. <laughs> it's that isn't it yep alright then we'll we're off where are you going we're going, we're going to the cafe to, to get some sweets do you want a cough <laughs> yeah okay let's go So what was that? You were going where? We're going to the calf to get some sweets. Do you oh, want okay. a cough? Which I think was me shortening the word coffee. I don't know if that's like a bit of slang that I picked up or I just stopped talking. But I just, I thought you were like, I thought you were doing a multi-layered thing about, do you need a cough so that you can appreciate the sweet? Like, I was four, you know, like I was a cough like five sweet. years old, Chris. Oh, yeah, right, but your okay. my, your association oh, with right. sweets might no, no, have no. been cough sweets no, at no, that no, point. No, no, it's definitely go, coffee. Hey, Dad, have a cough, and then you can have a sweet, like because yeah. you you know, like getting nice things <laughs> was only because you were ill or something like that when you were a kid, right? Yeah, but we've been on a big long walk, Chris. We deserved some sweets. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you hadn't you hadn't quite found out that dad <laughs> dads like pints yet. It's <laughs> like dads like cough. Yeah, yeah. Which is short for coffee. <laughs> dad, do you want an esp? That's short for espresso. <laughs> they didn't have espresso in 1993. They did. <laughs> not, in, not in Derbyshire. <laughs> not in Derbyshire, no. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I doubt they've got espresso in Derbyshire right now. Well, we could go to Grindleford Station Cafe. That's where it was, Grindleford Station Cafe. Of course it was, yeah. Um, classic cafe. If you're ever mm. in the area, do visit. Anyway, should we move on to the, to the next bit of past? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're fast forwarding another three years here. So this is on uh, a skiing holiday in 1996. Uh, a little clip of me here, aged uh, eight. I can't remember what to say. How long have you been here then, Sam, now? Uh, three, four days. And what have you been doing today? A skiing. Who with? Uh, Dad. What sort That's of filming. What sort of runs have you done? Uh... We've done blues and blacks. Uh, is there any snow? Plenty of snow. 30 inches. 30 inches altogether? Yeah. No, just today. 30 inches today? Yeah. That's a lot of snow. That was uh, actually finally sounding like you. 
which yeah. is a weird thing. Oh, okay. You know, like when it's someone's personality sort of yeah, yeah. creeps in when they get older and older. Okay. Just the way you said the word skiing or something. <laughs> it might have been your asthma had developed by that point, probably. <laughs> yeah, I, had, I had proper asthma by then, but yeah. Interesting. I always noticed that I've got a much stronger accent as a child. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I reckon I go the opposite way, maybe, even. Like you've got a more... Yeah, stronger one now than I did when I was a, a kid. Accent. Hmm. You know, but Mine. that's time for you. That's time. Well, we can see if it's, it keeps moving. Oh, okay. So the next one moving. is what, Sam? So the next one comes into my teenage years. So in this one, I think I'm 14. Mm. Uh, and this is from a summer holiday in Turkey. Now, this is this is when I started making the home movies. And I had this really... Everybody who starts editing mo- video goes through a phase of putting the music way too loud in the background. Oh. So uh, there is some music a bit loud in the background of this one, but this is me and my brother in a Turkish supermarket. Okay. Where are we, Sam? We're in the supermarket. And what's that you got there? I've got green. And how much does it cost? It costs 9,250,000 Turkish lira, which is about... Barbecue sauce costs? Barbecue sauce is 8 million. Was that you putting on a voice? No, that was my brother. Most of that was it my brother. <laughs> we had this running joke that everything was billions of lira. Was it? Like, Is that I didn't? Was that the? Uh, they changed. They changed the currency, so it's not like that anymore. But oh, back okay. then, it, everything was back then in the past. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So, uh, I, I do remember there being a time where a lot of your home videos were backed by Beatles songs. Yeah, I just sort of cho- seem to choose random songs. I'm not sure why I chose Mr. that one. Or Mr. Scruff. Oh yeah. So uh, let's go on to your final, your final bit of past. Yeah, my final bit of past, which features Chris. Oh shit! So this is the <laughs> classic, the uh, classic amongst our friends of uh, Sam's sixteenth birthday. So this is two thousand and four, and again, music too loud in the background. Blah blah blah. But uh, this is uh, me. Well, maybe we'll talk about it afterwards. Okay. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, okay, maybe no. a different kind of drum. You know, I'm editing this video, so I'm probably going to edit this bit out. I oh, know, I just ran out of breath. <laughs> what? Oh. Stop filming me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you're gonna you're gonna get to editing it, and you're gonna oh, find oh, no. that most of it is all of this. <laughs> Seriously, no, seriously. I can't. No, no, Sam, this is golden stuff. Keep it up. I remember that very distinctly. That was me filming you whilst you were really drunk at your 16th birthday party. That, that was actually you filming me the first time I had ever been that drunk. Oh wow! And weirdly, in the in the circles of time, because I didn't used to drink when I was when I was about that age. Oh so yeah, I'd you didn't 15, drink at all. I was yeah. 15 then, and I didn't drink. And I, and I don't drink again now. Wow. Interesting, isn't it? So that's that's you sober then, and now this is you sober now. Hopefully a little a little wiser. How did your voice sound, did you think? Uh, about the same as now, right? I don't know. It's a little higher. I thought it was a little oh, higher. Oh, higher? Yeah, a little bit. I wasn't even thinking about pitch. Okay. No, um, no, the tone's the same. Yeah, The tone is the same. Yeah, yeah. Now, interesting, though, that you'd go in that timeline from uh, 1991 to 2004, because I actually have a... Uh, a diary here from 2007 oh really so this is when we were in university yeah 
And if I can be as so self-indulgent as yourself... <laughs> this, I mean, the past part is going to be incredibly self-indulgent. <laughs> I don't see any other way around this. No, unless we did just like a really serious historical like documentary. Yeah, but, but who cares? <laughs> but I think it's important to do the everyday documentaries as well. Yeah. So I have an entry in my diary from 2007 for Monday the 12th of February and we are recording today on Sunday the 12th of February so this is exactly what I did 10 years ago today (laughs) okay went into uni for 11 all right lecture no Ian he got a later train from Barrow than he wanted to went to the pint pot with Callum and Craig and that uh, between the morning lecture and the afternoon one this is something that is often done when anyone has spare time where they are forced to hang around uni Lots of people from Adelphi are always in there, so it is nearly always packed. Ian turned up when we got to the afternoon lecture with Mike Henfield. We had a talk from this fellow from Key 103, so Mike Henfield sat there staring at us, just making sure that we were listening. Can't remember what I did in the evening. Probably listened to the Smiths. That has been consuming most of my spare time recently. So a few things there... There were some names of people that I went to university with who I've not spoken to for years. Uh, get in touch, guys, if you're listening. The Pint Pot was the like pub that we had on our campus, which is one of those weird campus pubs that wasn't actually a student pub, but it was the location was so completely studenty that why would a local person go in there? So yeah, really boring. <laughs> it was a fun day. It was like Ian wasn't there, then Ian turned up, went to a lecture, listened to the Smiths. <laughs> went to the pub for a little bit in the middle of the day. You were so Which obviously doesn't happen anymore. Living such a vibrant student life. You sort of like um whizzed through your entire life. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um We haven't done the anything in, within the last ten years, but that's not quite as interesting well, we've yet. We've been doing this for a bit, haven't yeah, we? Yeah. <laughs> if you want to know what I sounded like two years ago, just just go back. Yeah, that's true. So uh, All of our episodes are still available at soundcloud.com forward slash communal hyphen bathroom. If you'd like to track how our to- the tones of our voices changes or has changed over the past two years. At what point does sort of a documentary of time just become reliving all of time <laughs> your, your again? Your entire life in detail. <laughs> that's the thing. We have we haven't actually we haven't actually got the technology to properly time travel. Okay. There, there, are, there are no flux capacitors. So the only thing that we have, really, is our memories and the facilitators of memories. So photos, films, music, books, stuff like that. So we just use them as an avenue to time travel. Uh-huh. I don't know where I'm going with this. You did seem a bit miserable 10 years ago. I was. I mean, you spent you, you completely blacked out for an evening whilst listening to The Smiths. After yeah. day drinking. Yeah. So... I actually, when I was looking at that diary, I did read about a month of it. It was very obvious to me in retrospect that I was deeply depressed. <laughs> I was listening to the Smiths every day and going, everything's shit, it was rubbish, and writing in it when I was drunk and stuff. I mean, I'm going to burn it. Like, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Don't burn No, you got to keep it. You can't burn those sorts of things. There's a theme of people listening to the Smiths every day. If you listen... Hey out there, if you're listening to the Smiths every day... Maybe, like, reach out to a friend or, like, just call your mum and say, Mum, I've been listening to The Smiths every day. What's, like, the best antidote to The Smiths? What what could you listen to 
What's some like ridiculously cheerful like Nile Rogers or like something like that? Nile Ro- yeah, exactly. Just listen to Sh- Chic. Yeah, yeah. The back catalogue of Chic. Yeah. That's just all party music all the time. Yeah, you can't not feel good. Exactly. <laughs> So let's move on to my uh, dispatch. I was thinking about, oh, well, I was thinking about music, obviously, how we could represent music and something about time. Um, I thought about doing something in a weird time signature, um, but I didn't. <laughs> um, so what I did was I made a drum beat and then I tried to manipulate the time of it and used one beat uh but manipulated to use as like different sounds and instruments okay um so what you're hearing here is just a loop of the same beat but just manipulated in different ways and just time stretching okay uh, to try and make something uh interesting so here it is There you go. So that was experiments with time, uh, with the drum beat. Yeah, it's great. I think it's really weird how when you slow it down and you hear the full sound of like a drum, and it just sounds like oh, oh like Father Time himself <laughs> uh, yawning into a chasm of hell. Um, you don't often make techno, Chris. No, I know, but I, was, I thought that would I thought that'd be a nice departure yeah. from what I normally make. I liked it. Uh, I don't have a name for it. So I wondered if, what do you think, we could call it something... Well, I thought you had time boots written on your 
piece of paper. Oh there. no, it was just called Time Beats, which is a placeholder name. <laughs> I was thinking it could be Time is a great healer. You could call it Father Time Yawns. <laughs> Father Time Yawns. Bedtime for Father Time. Great. That's it. <laughs> Bedtime for Father Time. I like that. Okay. So there you go. Yeah, I liked it. Cool. You should make more techno. Maybe I should. Maybe I will. Yeah. Uh, so shall we move on? We can move on to my next dispatch, which is pretty similar to what you just made. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, no. So uh, I have an instrument kind of thing called a Korg Volker sample, and it's kind of a sampler slash sequencer kind of thing. And what you can do with the Korg Volker sample is you can load on your own samples onto it. So uh, I recorded a sample of me, um, loaded it onto the Volker, and then I tried to make a song air quotes song (laughs) uh, just using this one sample so with the Volker sample you can like manipulate all the noises to try and you can basically destroy them and everything so you can try and make bass lines or drum beats or just isolate little sections so I made this song which is called A Stitch in Time uh, just using this one sample my first Dispatch Chris was past so this one is my present Uh, so this is A Stitch in Time a stitch in time saves nine. 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 That was awesome. So, oh, yeah. you know, when you said you had one sample for that, yeah, was the sample you reading out that quote? Yeah, it's just me going. So, you, how did you make all those bass things with the? I got the sample, slowed it down a bit, mm. and then moved, uh, isolated just a section where I've got a vowel. So that's me. I think it's me saying nine, nine. So it's the I, and then like you can change yeah. the pitch, change the speed of it rather, and that changes the pitch. So a totally a very very similar idea to what mine was. Yeah, almost it, exactly. If you change time. <laughs> A thing becomes another thing. Yeah, and the same with like a you can get like a hi hat noise or whatever by pitching finding like a the stitch ch, or the t mm. noise and then just take isolate that out and then pitch it up a little bit. Cool. Get in the buff, get out the buff. Get in the buff, get out the buff. 
So let's move on to my next dispatch. So I want to play a little game with you, Sam. Okay. Um, now this is a wonderful game. A really great time-oriented game. I'm wondering if what? this is like vengeance for my previous no, 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 no. I think you're going to have a lot of fun. The listener is going to have even more fun. This is a game. It's so good. It's so basic. Like, it's unbelievable that this isn't played more often. Like, it's a real good classic parlor game. And it's a game... I don't know if it has a name, but I call it Can You Guess When 60 Seconds Has Passed? Oh, okay. <laughs> Have you ever played that before, Sam? I we used to play it a lot in school with with a digital watch. Or oh, do you remember those like yellow, orange, plastic timer oh, that things have in the that you'd have science in labs? Science, yeah. You'd press start, and then you yeah. close your eyes and go, okay, bam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so that's the game we're going to play. Now I remember playing this wonderful game on a school trip uh, to Abbeydale Industrial Hamlet. Okay. So you you know what Abbeydale Industrial Hamlet is, yeah, but yeah. Uh, for the people out there who don't know, it's basically a living museum that ex- that's in the south of Sheffield somewhere, Beechief, I think it is. It's basically a collection of old buildings that had some industrial use at some point in the 18th century, and people are like uh, still living, not living, but you know, they have people... They get dressed up and stuff. Yeah, people are like... Um, work there and dress up in in period costumes and whatever to memorialize the old traditions and techniques which i suppose is time travel in in and of itself isn't uh, it yeah <laughs> anyway <laughs> for an eight-year-old this place is boring as fuck <laughs> and we went there we went there on a school trip uh i feel like the only interesting part is that dangerously aggressive and noisy steam engine from the 1850s that they have in the, in one of the rooms at the back that you have to approach with caution because you think uh, this might blow up in my face and I hope <laughs> it doesn't blow up in my face but also kind of hoping it blows up in your face do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean yeah. anyway there must have been a break in our busy Abbeydale industrial hamlet schedule we were between uh, wicker basket weaving demonstrations or something uh, and there was a bit of downtime so I was in a group of about 10 kids that was led by Katie Long's parents oh yeah and Katie Long was in our group as well uh, so during this downtime, Katie Long's parents came up with a great game. Uh, it was who can guess when 60 seconds has elapsed. And in retrospect, <laughs> this was an absolute masterstroke of school trip guardianship. Just getting the kids to concentrate on counting for a minute in silence. <laughs> it was perfect. So I think what happened was Hugh Long, uh, Katie's dad, checked his watch at the beginning of the minute. He told everyone to start counting in their heads. Uh, and everything like that. And uh, I think we all just like put our hands in the air when we thought it was time. And would you believe it? Katie Long won. Oh. Just, I thought an absolute fix. 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 Absolute farce. <laughs> so, anyway, from Abbeydale Industrial Hamlet to uh, my bedroom, which is where we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> where we're recording the episode today. Um, so. Would you like to play, Sam, a game of Can You Guess When 60 Seconds Has Finished, Has Done, Has Elapsed? Yes, please, Chris. Okay, roll the theme music. If you can, Sam, in your head, Sam, Sam. 
starting from one Can you guess when 60 seconds has gone? Hello, I'm Chris Delamere and welcome to Can You Guess When 60 Seconds Has Elapsed, Has Finished, Has Done. Um, my guest today is Sam Bradley. Sam, how are you feeling? I'm feeling great, Chris. Do you think you can tell me how long a second is? Just sort of... It's from now to now. Good, you've got a great game. You've got a great game. How Thanks, about Chris. an hour? Can you show us an hour? Yeah, uh, so starting now, just come back to me. Okay, cool. So, we're going to play this great game today, and I just thought to get into the mood of it, I would read a small quote from my favourite section from uh, T.S. Eliot's <laughs> <laughs> seminal 1935 uh, poetic treatise on um, time called Burnt Norton. What's what's the matter, Sam? Are you all right? You're meant to be a guest on this show. You, you're not it's supposed just, to be creasing... It's just a- the first game show I've been on where it starts <laughs> with a, a bit of poetry. Hey, look, I want to inspire Welcome to you. The Price is Right. Right, we've just got a small <laughs> poem here from, uh, <laughs> from Edgar Allan Poe about Here's, the uh, nature of a costs. wonderful, uplifting Sylvia Plath poem to get us in the mood for the Generation Game. <laughs> Hey, Sam, we do things a little differently here. So uh, here is a small section uh, from the T.S. Eliot poetry, poem, uh, Bert Norton. Go, said the bird, for the leaves were full of children, hidden excitedly, containing laughter. Go, 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 said the bird. Humankind cannot bear very much reality. Time past and time future. What might have been and what has been point to one end, which is always present. So with that in mind, Sam, are you ready to play? Now, you can play at home. I, I assume if you're, if you're listening to this, or if you're on the tube or on the bus or just walking somewhere, this is a, a brilliant, brilliant game. You can play. Uh, don't cheat. Don't look at your watch. Uh, that goes for you as well, Sam. And also you get a break from us for a minute, I guess. How are you going to prepare for this minute? Um, I'm just sort of calming my brain. I'm trying to tune into like a nice... Because I feel like I've been a bit excited recording the podcast, so my my seconds are all a bit out of whack, so I need to calm down a little bit to get back back into tune. um, I'm going to count you in. Okay. But to throw you off, I'm not going to go three, (laughs) two, one, because then you're just going to keep that in your head, and I don't want to... I'm going to go like three, two, one, something like that. Okay? Is that okay? Do you mind? Can can you say go? Oh, I'll say go? Yeah. Do you just want me to say go? No No, no, counting at all? Maybe ready, set, go, because, like, the numbers might... Okay, okay, okay. okay. Wow. (laughs) Right, here we go. Ready, set, go. I've got to tell you, listeners, he looks like he's really in the zone. I hope you are too. I won't distract you anymore. <laughs> Trying to put my poker face on so he can't tell when it's time. Stop! Wow. Um... How do you think you've done? 
uh, I know I varied throughout, and I thought I was counting too fast, so I slowed down a little bit. And okay. then I thought I was counting too slow, so I sped up a little bit. And then I think I might have missed a second. You think you might have missed a second? <laughs> yeah, because you were talking and I got a bit confused between I'm sorry about that. I didn't know whether to... No, no, you know, I wanted to address the listener and, and say, you know, what you were doing. Really beautiful tension and concentration <laughs> on your face. Uh, I have to tell you, though, Sam... I think I'm really, I've done really badly. <laughs> you, you, did, you, you called it super early. Oh, really? 40, I thought I was over. 49 seconds. Oh, God. <laughs> Not even into the 50s. But thanks, Sam, for playing today, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for playing! Great, you've been a wonderful contestant. Uh, no, you shit. I was <laughs> really bad at it. <laughs> Come to the bathroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's time now for my final dispatch. And uh, Chris, can you guess what my final dispatch is? I had the first one called past, the second one called present. Um, present to Futura. <laughs> Futura, yes. Uh, future. Is it the future? It is the future. Now we've been looking back. We've been concentrating on now, thinking about minutes and the present and stuff, but we need to... We've been sharpening our now. We've been... Our now has been very, very sharp in the middle of this episode. That's true. Uh, and now we've got to blast forwards to the future, Chris. What does the future hold? I have no idea. Well, so this is the thing about predicting the future. It's really, really quite hard to do. Yeah, really hard. But I've got a theory that I've been developing Yeah. that I haven't tested, but I'm going to propose now. Okay. Basically, I think we should just predict the future. Now, the theory you should bear in mind that you should always predict things in the future that are very unlikely. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, if you just predict like, oh, it's going to rain tomorrow. Who cares? Who cares? Anybody could say that. But if you say, I don't know, it's going to rain five meters on july the four the 40th no (laughs) (laughs) could be could be in those times you know exactly so and then if that if that doesn't happen you'd be like whatever but if it does happen you'll be like whoa yeah no i think that was that was nostradamus's whole bag of just like say batshit mental stuff exactly and And whatever sticks looks great and the other half of that is because you're guessing a lot of unlikely things if you guess enough unlikely things one of them is bound to happen so, oh wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. My suggestion to you, Chris, right now is that we just guess as many future predictions, make them very specific, very bold, and uh, just a lot of them. So, and then we'll check back in in the future to see if we've actually predicted anything that's true. Okay. Would you like to go first? I'll go first. So the first one that I've thought of is that I predict that within the next year, a meteor will strike a British city by twenty twenty five. There will be a new colony on Mars, and it will be so normalised now that they will be there'll be a whole like taxation law uh, <laughs> issue, yeah. sort of like with the New World. Okay, and the, so that they'll be like, well, you know, we want to set up our own governments and representatives. That's going to happen. So there's going to be political controversy on the Mars colony in 2025. Absolutely, that's good. Uh, so Beyonce's pregnant with twins. I think one of them is going to be called Sean. It's going to be a boy and a girl. One of them is going to be called Sean, the boy. And the girl <laughs> is going to be called... Lilac. Lilac. She's going to be called Lilac. Lilac. Yeah. Great. Real great predi- prediction, that. 
I think we'll see the obsolescence of the motor car uh, within three months. <laughs> three months? There you go. Okay. If that sticks, that'd be great. <laughs> Chris, you're going to have a flight cancelled. What? Tell me more. You're going to go to the airport and your flight's going to be cancelled. At what point does just like trying to predict the future become a, a weird clairvoyance? What's the reason? Why why am I getting my flight cancelled? I don't know. That's just that's all I know. Also, this it also kind of becomes like vision boarding. It's like, oh, I'd, I'd really like to have a Mac by this time next year, <laughs> so I can have a nice studio set up. So the lottery numbers for Saturday, the twenty first of October, twenty seventeen, will be six. 12, 15, 22, 35, and 49. I feel like there's going to be an international movement to voluntarily amputate. (laughs) For religious reasons, we don't know. No, for religious reasons, yeah. And health reasons. Everyone's just going to go, oh, right hand's uh, bad now, bad for your health. Chop off your right hand, and that's going to become a fashion in the autumn of 2021. (laughs) Have you got any more predictions, Chris? Um, I predict that this episode will get a thousand listens. I predict that everybody who listens to this podcast will then subscribe and tell their friend about it. Mm. I predict that you out there, John, that John will share it with his closest friend. Alison. Alison. Alison and John. Alison... Uh, she'll hear about it from John, and she'll she'll like our Facebook page. And hello, Alison, in the future when you listen to this episode. Hi, Alison. And, and thanks, John. Thanks, John, for sharing. You've been a wonderful support in the uh, latter part of our career in 2019. <laughs> what happens then? BBC Three. We get we get a BBC Three series. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, that's never gonna happen. No, because. It won't exist. Well, BBC, it exist, th- BBC yeah, Three won't exist anymore. It's been put onto an online format <laughs> as a transition uh, to becoming uh, decommissioned. <laughs> Maybe- no, big, big prediction. BBC Three won't be decommissioned. Whoa, they're bringing it back. Whoa. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fake out. They're going to bring back BBC Three and hire very low-level uh, podcasts. And we'll jump at the chance. We'll jump at that chance. So that's it for today, then. We've taken up enough time. Uh, thank you for your time, Sam, and thank myself for mine. <laughs> and for you, the listener at home, for taking the time out to listen to us have this time right now. It's been a great time. It's been a time. Have so, a great time. Great time. We're going to have a good time tonight. We're going to have a good time tonight. Don't forget, you can find all our old episodes on our SoundCloud page which is soundcloud.com forward slash communal hyphen bathroom. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram and all those other social medias. At communal bath is usually the thing for that. Uh, You can send us your own dispatches. You can get in touch with us on any of the other social medias, but you can send us an email to communalbathroom at gmail.com. We're going to have themed episodes for the rest of the year, hopefully going to be releasing them on the third Monday of every month, so look out for those. Do we know what our next theme is, Sam? No. No. <laughs> Fantastic. That's a, that's a hard no. <laughs> a genuine, I was trying to, I was racking my brain then. I'm, do you know what it is? No, no idea. Okay, who knows? It could be uh, anything. Send us, send us a <laughs> suggestion, because we clearly need them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so thank you for listening. 
and don't forget to wash behind your ears. Bye, bathers! Bye, bathers! Now, that's an hour. That's an hour.